It's that time once again. Welcome to What a Beautiful Podcast with me, Jack. And, I, and I'm Andy, and this is episode 18. And it sure is the number 18, and here we are. The number 18, that's a powerful number, Andrew. In some cultures, you would say it's the most powerful number. I mean, I guess it's, it's like, pretty powerful. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what cultures say it's the most powerful. I feel like there's there's a bit round there's more rounder numbers out there to be the most powerful number, but I guess it can be depending if who on who you ask. Sure, but there's only one eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> this is what a beautiful podcast episode eighteen. How how are you how are you doing this week, Andrew? Oh, I'm 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 doing okay. You know, it's just just, just doing my thing, Jack. How are you? Good. It's uh, had a had a nice relaxing weekend. Got a got a great Joe episode for us. Oh God, did we ever? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking very much forward to next week when we record uh, another Triple Joe episode. I'm just like sitting on my hands. Like that's the last we'll say of it this week. Just very excited. Very excited. Oh yeah, Jolian. Uh, for this month is going to be completely batshit and i can't wait but we got to save that for next week until the translations mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. out but for now we are getting into the real nitty-gritty uh getting into that last section of battle tendency starting off with chapter 96 it's very exciting stuff yeah when people think of battle tendency like people who have read battle tendency people who have watched the anime and like they say, oh, yeah, I really like Battle Tendency. In their minds, this is what they're thinking of. Like, chapter 96 to end. Because going through this again, it's just like, oh, yeah, there's that famous panel. Oh, there's that other famous panel. Oh, that one, too. Just so many, like, iconic poses and lines. It's just this, where like, all like, the good shit happens. It's, it's all good shit. Like, it's all killer, no filler. Not the album, but the uh, the phrase. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, is there anything we wanted to talk about beforehand? Any miscellaneous Joj? Um, no, it's been it's been pretty quiet. I think, unless you've heard of something that I haven't I haven't heard about. No, th- those Nendra, those not Nendas uh, started coming out. And, like, oh the- yeah, I completely forgot. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, I got I got yeah. the first one in. So. Uh, oh, Demolto Bene, which is the company that makes the statue legend figures, is basically mm-hmm. putting out like uh, I won't call them knockoffs because they really aren't, but they're basically just their version of Nendroids for JoJo characters, yeah. and I guess other properties they have as well they could do. But Ruby. uh, they're doing Ruby. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what why Medicos's dick is so hard for Ruby, and by extension Demolto Bene. Is there a small company like, and they got the license or something that's relatively popular? It's such a weird license to have. Yeah, but, it's very strange. But regardless, you got Josuke in, is that right? Yeah, Josuke is the first one to come out, and I really like it. I think it's really adorable, and the sculpting is good, and it's a little on the pricey side. It's pricier than a Nendroid, but that kind of all goes back to being from a smaller company. Whereas, yeah, like, Good Smile yeah. Company can get the get Nendroids out at reasonable prices like crazy, but, uh, yeah, so these are going to be a little out. bit pricier, but you're paying the Joj tax, unfortunately, when it comes mm-hmm. to, when it comes to getting JoJo stuff, 
especially the figures, you're going through Medicos and Demultabeni, and you're gonna pay the Joe's tax, and that just kind of is yeah. what it is. I just saw the uh, the pre-release images for Akira and Killer Queen, and they look fire. They look. Oh fire. yeah, dude, it's awesome. Super good. Like a little bit light on accessories and a bit pricey compared to Nendo's, but like again, it's what you get when small company, Joe's tax. What are you gonna do? If you're interested, like it's a nice alternative if you're not super down with the uh, super action statue aesthetic, which I could uh, I could understand that they're they've got a very particular uh, style. And yeah, I don't. Know, they're they're definitely their own style. Like not necessarily close to the manga, not necessarily close to the anime. They just kind of look like SAS's. Yeah, like if you put an SAS in front of me, like. Yeah, that's an SAS. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I want to touch on that real quick, because any new, any new JoJo merchandise is always worth talking about. Oh, yeah, it's always a good thing. But as we last left our, well, I was going to say our heroes, but now it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of lonely. It's just Joey and Lisa Lisa now. Caesar has died, and it, it, it's like kind of streamlined the last cut like last sequence but it's still sad oh yeah it's like it's definitely heartbreaking but uh we really got to talk about this cover (laughs) i I was kind (laughs) of doing like a slow roll into it it's like there's no slow to be had here where are these where are these scarves coming from well okay to be fair it's in canon that Joey, like, wanted to be a magician at some point, and that's where, yeah. like, all of his tricks come from, so maybe he just owns, like, 18 scarves. Because, boy, is does, does this man have some scarves surrounding his body in this cover page? And he, it's, it's a look. It's a look. It, yeah. It, yeah, I think saying that it's a look is, is the best way of putting it. I don't know <laughs> how strong the look is. But uh, he he can pull anything off. Yeah, he's gonna pull off several different looks um, in the upcoming chapters. But chapter ninety six, skeleton heel stone, where we last left Joey and Lisa Lisa, they just challenged Wan to a one v one fight to the death um, to just settle things once and for all. Just like done done playing around and. Uh, we we enter with this super powerful double page spread like all of our characters wham is doing like the most powerful sit i've ever seen like, oh yeah he's sitting sh- he's sitting strong and fierce oh my god um cars is pretty much deferring to wham for this whole thing because like he knows that wham is the best fight boy like he wham can take care of himself here and where they decide to fight is the titular uh, skeleton heel stone and i like to imagine that wham is like a weeaboo but for like old ass fighting arenas like he has a book that's just all of these old fighting arenas around the world and he, and he just like he's fought in every single one <laughs> he's proud of it he's just really glad that he's done it yeah <laughs> like old fighting conventions in in ancient times um and joey's like (laughs) joey gets into this fight with this vampire that just like drops down from the ceiling (laughs) it's like 
Shut up. Don't think you're on equal terms here, dumbass. Dumbass. Hey, you there, the vampire. Did I hear that right? Did you just call me a dumbass? It's, it's just this very, like, funny and Joey exchange. Like, all this serious stuff is happening around him, and he could not give two shits. It's, ugh. Joey Joestar just makes Battle Tendency so much more than a normal shonen. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. Well, he's really the biggest part about what separates it from other other uh, different mangas in a, in a similar genre. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of it, well, it, all the characters in it have it, have their own, like, special personality that makes makes it, like, you know, makes Joe's Joe's, but uh, mm -hmm. Joey is definitely the standout protagonist going on here. Oh, yeah. His tricks and his personality, like, really shape it into something special. Um, <laughs> the next couple pages, um, instead of, like, focusing on the fight, Joey... Uh, continues to talk trash with this vampire that comes down from the ceiling that's just antagonizing Joey and <laughs> um, and he just Joey has enough and he just screams I'm pissed and punches this vampire in the face <laughs> yeah it's so good oh god R proceeds to rip the, his tongue out uh, get some ripple in there and leave the vampire to just dissolve into a puddle of goo. And, uh, that's the end of that scene. And I imagine Wham and Cars were just watching this, just like, yeah, that's fine. I, I didn't like Carl that much anyway. He was kind of a shitbag. It was not great. Uh, and something weird here. Uh, when Joey, and I guess Lisa Lisa, no, Lisa Lisa is staying behind because Cars is keeping her as like collateral so that joey comes back with the redstone of asia when they're gonna fight at the skeleton heel stone joey goes past like caesar's literal gravestone and like he can't he doesn't really do anything about it so like i mean like what do you do really i mean he kind of like sees it and it just like turns around and runs away really fast like because how else do you react to that i don't know but i guess after everything happens like he he goes back and gets caesar's remains for for a nice burial like the same way he goes back and like finally kills santana retcons whatever and then like somehow messy is still alive and i hate this and joey carries him back to wherever it, man i he should have died instead of caesar definitely, definitely. <laughs> And Joey, trudging back through the snow, like, starts to get some feelings. Just, like, he's starting to get invested in this whole thing. It's like, man, Caesar's dead. I feel like killing those bastards right now. Is this what you call kindness? <laughs> it's like, I guess... I, I don't know what, what he's talking about. <laughs> like, he's he's kind of just, like, really mad. And he goes back to, like, the chateau that he, Lisa Lisa, and Caesar were at and goes to get the redstone out of lisa lisa's bag um and it's there there's no bomb she was bluffing like super oh yeah hard. that was like the 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 best acting of her whole career <laughs> fooling a twelve thousand year old alien vampire <laughs> that she had a time bomb it, definitely like up there and what did, what else does he find in here andrew 
has uh, been leading up to this for a while. Oh, this is like pretty much the big reveal, and we've been uh, we've been we've been making some gags about Joey's uh, strange relationship with Lisa Lisa, and that's a, a that that's about to come to a head here, Jack. Yeah, not quite yet, because I realized that the one shoe drops. But the other shoe is actually a bowling ball, and it's coming from space. And that one has not yet fallen. Yeah. Oh, you're right. We're getting there. I mean, like, the evidence is here. He just doesn't really piece it together just yeah, yet. Yeah, Joey's kind of an idiot. Yeah, he doesn't really think too hard about it. But, like, we as the readers can figure yeah. out what's going on. I mean, honestly, you probably could have figured it out, like, a while ago. But, uh... Yeah, it, it's going to be more explicitly explained. But what he finds in there is a picture of Granny Erna, an old one, and the picture opposite that in this little book um, is young Erna uh, with young Speedwagon, young Straits, who is holding a baby. And that's from May 1889, 50 years ago. So Whoa! What, what does it mean? Why we get a nice shot of uh, younger pictures? younger Speedweed. Oh God, his hair is beautiful. <laughs> He's it's... such a glorious man. Oh God, what what a guy! And Joey just doesn't know what to make of this yet because again, kind of an idiot. Um, so we just go we we hit up the skeleton heel stone, which is pretty cool looking, especially colorized. Like, ooh, it's a, it's a, it's a good looking stone. It's basically yeah, it's just, a, it's a strong stone. Yeah, it's a nice uh, to give you give, give the listeners a nice idea. Just this round pit with some pillars strewn about it, like a nice nice racing circle, which makes sense. So Joey like strolls up super strong, holds up the red stone of Asia, lights a match, holds that next to the stone to prove that it is the real stone because like a laser just shoots out of the red stone and that that was a nice bit of like foreshadowing later on for what that stone's gonna do i forgot about it what what how he's gonna use the stone to his yeah, advantage how, yeah because like lisa lisa showed it off one time but I, you'd be forgiven if you forgot that it was it was kind of like a ripple sunlight amplifier and that's very important. Yeah, so. that's going to come to good use because we're about to get right into the final battle here after like a little bit, a couple more bits of exposition. So like yeah. everything's gonna everything's gonna come full circle. Yeah, everything's gonna fall into place. Um, Joey go goes to Lisa Lisa, who's been uh, here with cars, gives her the red stone. He's also brought the two pictures that he found, and Lisa Lisa has some explaining to do and joey's just like who exactly are you and it turns out when erina got off that sinking zombie monster ship after jonathan died um she saved the baby on on that ship and lisa lisa is that baby and she's 50 years old and joey joestar loses his goddamn mind <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. That was 50 years ago? You were a baby 50 years ago. But, but how old are you? I think I think Joey speaks for everybody 
in this sequence. <laughs> and then we don't get the resolution to that yet, because then Cars just comes and is like, light it up. <laughs> <laughs> this place about to get lit. <laughs> and this big pit in the center of the skeleton heel stone just, uh, it is a flame to provide an, uh, a very nice backdrop to the fight, but also a very important element of the fight that will come up later. So we move on to perhaps my favorite uh, profi- character profile page. <laughs> Lisa oh, yeah. Lisa's. This, Lisa Lisa's got like the most extreme turtleneck <laughs> of all time on. It, it's a turtleneck that like became sentient and just started to like go upwards. Wait, it's it's like um, Cassilia's fucking from uh, original Gundam. It's like wh- whatever she wears. Yeah, that weird thing that she wore. But the, the, yeah. the big difference is that it looks like this should be like a turtleneck, like a tight-fitting <laughs> turtleneck. But then it just, it's like someone forgot to cut off the, the top of it. <laughs> yeah, someone forgot to stop, like, knitting it. But I it, was, it wasn't up until here that I realized, like, <laughs> Lisa Lisa's name, like, First name Lisa, last name Lisa, and that's just very funny to me. <laughs> and and like the weird font that's like by the picture of her, like why the S like droops a little bit. Yeah, it's like okay. okay. But the best thing in the entire profile is distinguishing distinguishing marks. Looks like she is twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, ho- I I personally liked hobbies. Fashion and taking baths, like. Whew. I mean, that, other than uh, be a coach, a ripple coach, that's pretty much all she does. Favorite food, carrot. <laughs> just Lisa, Lisa munching on a big old horse carrot. Just not a carrot. She, she loves her some carrots. <sighs> very, very progressive, Araki. Bless, bless your, bless your heart. Um, and <laughs> we get oh. The, the title of this chapter is excellent because it's furious struggle from ancient times. Like, I, I mean, okay. Okay. that is what it's about. It's, it's it, a fair title. Yeah, it's it's definitely, definitely fair. Um, and then we're right back into Joey losing his mind, trying to come to grips that Lisa Lisa is. <laughs> what he's basically saying in, in so many words is that why is she so hot? She's 50 years old. Joey's losing his mind over this hot grandma. <laughs> He's, just like, <laughs> He's just like, this is impossible. It's like, yeah, there, oh, there's a wrinkle beneath your glasses. Ah, uh, no, there's not. Ah, oh, shit. Um, and she was raised by straights who taught her to ripple. And the fact that Joey killed her basically adopted father um, is kind of weird for her. But she kind of just like rolls with it because she's that kind of strong lady and also straights is a psychotic and well, clearly is not the person that she thought he was well he lost his mind that's yeah. fair some people just lose their mind when they think about getting old that's fine <laughs> that's fine um and then they start hearing a rumble like that classic jojo uh sound effect just that go 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 and here here uh here comes the main piece of this fight andrew the surprise is once again vampires but this what time, vampires vampire again horses 
these, these vampires on horses not just vampires on horses vampires horses. on vampire horses yes <laughs> <laughs> the fucking biodiesel horses <laughs> like <laughs> their hooves are as big as a man in some of these panels and i'm sure i love uh cars and wham just like casually taking a sit just like watching all this happen oh yeah this is like tuesday for them it's just like oh yes the horses are here excellent excellent oh man the zombie the zombie horses are so cool oh they're <laughs> i like um that they're like hardware their bit and bridle are the same style of like weird shit that wham and uh uh acdc wear like yeah the, the, <laughs> like just weird rods and masks. and like the other vampire men are just indiscriminately getting trampled it's just like oh yeah like okay <laughs> it's definitely very on brand for the pillar boys but i i do like question how they have like such like vivid knowledge of like what like roman chariots look like considering that like why would they know that <laughs> they uh because a couple different times they t they talk about like being around for rome which doesn't make actually oh they make a point to say that they were actually around for rome i, I completely forgot yeah because uh, i think they just say the roman emperor had the red stone of asia at some point and i was about to say that timeline doesn't line up but no like Ro roman times were like 500 400 bc and it's 1938 and they were asleep for 2000 years so oh fine fine whatever yeah, it sort of makes sense, because I guess they're older than the Roman Empire. Oh, yeah, they're like... But they were also on a completely different part of the world, but, like, I don't know. It's kind of not they, worth figuring out. Yeah, they're, like, 12,000 years old. That's, like, yeah. causes age in his profile, so we'll just take it and run with it. But, yeah, like, no one gives a shit about these jobber vampires who are wearing, like, weird Roman armor sometimes and, like, also Prussian war helmets and others. They just went to, like army big lots and picked up whatever they could find and they're just like yes this looks cool Man, but here's a great quote move oh. away i can't tame their fury <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna say what what are those dinosaurs no no horses those are horses <laughs> but there's no comma there so it's just horses those are horses <laughs> Yeah, move away. I can't tame their fury. Is very good because the, the tamer horse, the tamer vampire, loses control of the horses and they go running at Wham, and then Wham just glares at him for a second, and they're fine, and they bow down to Wham and because they recognize his strength and it's because he's he's a strong boy. <laughs> oh boy, um, I do really appreciate that he's just like these are good horses and he pets them. <laughs> Like, good, good horse. Yeah, that's some strong thumbnail potential right there. It actually, I completely glossed over this, but you're so right. Like <laughs> these are good horses. Here, have a vampire sugar cube. I use the stone mask on it. It's a vampire now. Because they make a point of saying they use the stone mask on the horses, and because they had their brains perforated with stone spikes, and like I didn't need that element of detail andrew <laughs> yeah well how else did they become vampires jack you gotta know you gotta know the deets i don't know uh, i could have filled in the blanks 
Um, but I do appreciate Joey's response to like, he's like, we vampire horses. <laughs> but he's still trying to come to grips with it. Um, when and Jojo will, will wage a traditional chariot race as opposed to the reform chariot race. This is a traditional rules chariot race. <laughs> Instead of those like street chariot fights they used to yeah, have. Yeah, this is some orthodox ass chariot racing. <laughs> oh man. Well, traditional <laughs> chariot race. Like, yeah, what would a non traditional one look like? God. Chariot oh, races yeah. are already pretty whack. But, yeah, they're really stupid, but uh, the, this uh, random uh, Mr. Uh, vampire Exposition Man tells you the rules. <laughs> yeah. Who looks like this fucking Mad Max uh, crossed with, like, Prussian soldier getup? Like, again, big lots. Oh, um, they're just talking about how good these horses are. It's <laughs> They're good horses. Um cars makes a point of saying that wham will control the horses by sheer strength but joey will be able to control them uh using the ripple through the reins and joey doesn't believe that but lisa lisa just steps up holds the reins does a ripple through it and the horses are fine and joey's kind of just like oh okay <laughs> all right <laughs> he's like oh, i can do this now yeah i, I guess if this 50 year old hot grandma can do it i can whatever um and then Joey gets serious real quick, and somehow his hat comes off while he does this. Well, he takes off his coat and his hat to get down to his uh, famous purple tank top, which he is so known for. And then he takes Caesar's uh, death bandana and wraps it around his head in memory of his fallen friend. And, yeah. Oh, God. The, the panel of him with his back to the the reader like pull like tying the bandana and he looks super tough like yeah and we also gotta keep in mind that uh joey still hasn't taken the the antidote oh, from yeah. wham <laughs> he's going to die he's literally on the verge of death and he's being an out of character honorable bastard right now and i don't really know why <laughs> yeah I, I oh joey you're you're some kind of person. Um, yeah. And then he's just like, let's start this chariot race. Let's get this fucking horse but on the like, road. But, like, once you see him with the bandana on, uh, then you go back, you'll realize that seeing him without the bandana on just becomes wrong. Yeah, it's 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 strange. Well, because he's always had something on his head. Like, yeah. reading through this thing again, he always has a hat, like some goggles, or, like, something something perched atop his dome that like gives him some uh, some style points up there but now he's achieved his true final form this uh weird crop top with cutouts on his like midriff and like down towards his butt it's just like chunks of it are taken out it's it's really strange yeah, but this is the uh, this is the Joey that you see in the video games and the figures based off of and oh, yeah. all that. Everything is based. Yeah, off this is Joey. the Joey Joester. Yeah, um, and then we start with uh, chapter ninety-eight. Moonlight start for the Redstone of Asia. A fight between JoJo and Wham. Because wham, wham. 
just they're just all these jobber vampires screaming wham is very funny to me <laughs> just wham 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 because in the anime they actually like wham moo wham moo which is still cool but like yeah Again, furthering like the debate of whether or not his name is supposed is actually supposed to be Whamu or Wham, it's just I, I I don't I can't really come to a conclusion on that. Like I I'll call him Wham, but like maybe his name really is Wamu. I mean, it's it's Wham for us, Whamu for the Japanese. I think is a fair thing to say because like they they wouldn't say Wham, they would say Whamu, and yeah. yeah. But it's but you know but then it, but then it's not always the case though, because sometimes they when when a character is named after a band or artist they say the name very literally in in the Japanese voice. Yeah, like especially later on when the references were more explicit. But like yeah, oh, but like really here it's just like Wamu. It's more it's more pronounced. Like it sounds more like a name name. Yeah, definitely. It... Yeah, the early early JoJo and its music references like were more like practice runs for what was to come later. When yeah, Rocky... this is more just like apples and origins here, just some something to talk about. Yeah. But uh, regardless, it's time for this uh, charity race to get going because so Joey's got to pick a weapon. This charity chariot race. <laughs> <laughs> They're raising money for sick vampire horses. It's a charity Protect for these vampire vampires. Horse. Yeah. Um and very funny. Uh Joey starts off with um well, before that, uh we get some basic rules for the fight. Every one lap they take, uh there's going to be a new weapon put on this pillar by this vampire whose only purpose in this manga is to put a weapon on this pillar. He's the weapon man. That's his calling in life. Yeah. And whoever gets to the pillar first gets the weapon, obviously. Um, so Joey's going to have some trouble getting there. And a fun fact, the top speed of these horses, 60 kilometers an hour, is the same top speed of the Highway Star. How about that? How wow. About... Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah. So the first weapon is going to be a two-handed warhammer. Uh, familiar to anyone who has seen a Joey Joester figure or art or anything, because like, yeah, it, this tends to always be a part of his like mainstream look, his repertoire. Yeah. Um, so if he can get that, he can coat it with the ripple uh, to give him an edge in battle and certain victory. But before the moon comes out and the fight starts, uh, Joey is on the ground. Uh, in front of his chariot like getting rubble out from underneath the wheels so he can have a have a better time and everyone's just like yelling at him it's like jojo what are you doing what are you doing down there he's, <laughs> he's like i gotta make sure there's no rubble under my wheels lisa lisa come on and <laughs> hey wham it's pretty messy under your chariot too aren't you gonna clear the ground and suddenly the moon comes out Joey hops into his chariot with a very strong jump and takes off. And Wham does not because Joey played a very nice trick 
and that was to take all the rubble that was under his chariot wheels and put it under Wham's chariot wheels. Uh-huh. And oh. it ends up destroying his chariot. <laughs> destroying whose chariot? Oh, wait. Oh, never no. mind. This yeah, panel yeah, kind of yeah. makes it look like that his wheel breaks off, but then the, the following panel is just like, nah. Yeah, these chariots are like weird biomechanical monsters. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me if they were actually vampires themselves. Um, <laughs> and but Joey's going to need all the tricks he has because Wham is definitely in better control of these vampire horses than he is. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like Joey has to do every single thing he can to even be like on even ground with Wham. Like, yeah. Oof. Um, and the panel with him just screaming, I played a little trick on you, and his happy singing face <laughs> gives me the life I need to continue with my daily slog. Like, God, I just think of Joey Joe Star's face right here, and I get a little bit of strength. Happy happy Joey is best Joey. Mm-hmm. But Wham is behind Joey, gets rid of the rubble, and is off to the races. Off, off to this race. Um... But Joey gets the Warhammer first, is about to drop it, but is saved because he put the uh, the antidote ring on his finger, and the hook on the end of the Warhammer catches that by the skin of his teeth, and he's able to get the Warhammer. And now he has the upper hand, come here so I can kill you. <laughs> like, Joey's very overconfident in his ability to kill Wham. Like, come on, come on, man, come on. And, oh, here's the cover. Here's, like, the perfect cover, Andrew. <laughs> yep. The Pillar and the Warhammer. This is one of the most iconic Joey Joestar poses. Him with the horse reins in his mouth. Uh, Warhammer perched, like, on his shoulders very lackadaisically. Like, just hand outstretched, just like kind of a... Hey, right. oh. he's just—he's just doing it, man. He—he's, God, God bless him. God bless Joey Joestar, and he oils up that Warhammer with a lot of oil that he just had, um, so it can conduct the ripple. <laughs> and he's just so overconfident, and that comes to bite him in the ass a little bit, because Wham just does not care. He's like, if you take the Warhammer. I'll take the pillar and just, I guess this is a clothesline, right? Is what Wham's doing here? Is that what you would call that? Yeah, just, just about. Yeah. So he clotheslines this like three meet, three foot, um, diameter stone pillar off of its base with this vampire still on it and is going to use it as a weapon. <laughs> and Joey's only response is a, is an iconic oh my god it's like like he he got a little overconfident um yeah yep and wham just brings that pillar right down on joey's uh chariot squashing that vampire right before he just says hey hey don't don't do this <laughs> please don't do this um joey jumps out of the chariot unscathed surprisingly but still with the warhammer but now he's pretty much like he's done like there's not a whole lot he can do or so they think 
Whoa. What happens when you underestimate Joey Joestar, Andrew? Nothing good. He always gets you with something. He always gets you with something. And Wham is about to run him down with the two diesel horses. Um, And he's like, he can either go to the left, go to the side, or just be crushed by the horses. But Joey Joestar takes the middle path and uses the warhammer, strikes it on the uh, the horse's harness right in the middle where they're connected, does a sick uh, trick stunt flip over the horses, landing on top of one of the horses and just looking pleased as punch that his crazy-ass plan worked. Cause... Yeah, he's just like, wow, I can't believe it. <laughs> like, yeah! <laughs> did you see me, Lisa Lisa? I did it. And he, like, stands up on the horse and gets ready to clobber Wham right right in the kisser. But Wham's gone. Where, where did Wham go, Andrew? Where, where is where's Wham? <laughs> he, he, he slurped inside one of the vampire horses. He slurped in one of the vampire horses. And we suddenly see Wham's entire arm coming out of jo- of the vampire horse to grab and presumably crush Joey Joestar's leg. Um, and that's where we get to chapter 100. God, there's there there are 13 chapter 12 chapters left after this and it's been a long road. But Wham grabs those Joey's are a, leg. Those are a speedy couple of chapters. Yeah, cuz it's just like snap 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 like all through these uh action scenes also kind of been glossing over some panels it's just like lisa lisa saying oh yeah he did it yeah cool <laughs> that's basically what she's been doing this whole time she's just sitting next to cars and exclaiming about how cool joey is which who can blame her well yeah he he's the best and she knows it she always knew it she was always <laughs> super hard on him but that's only because she knew that he had potential to be the fucking best and boy is he the best because just as wham is going to crush his entire shin in his uh, in the palm of his hand joey leaps out of his boot and the vampire peanut gallery exclaims if only that asshole had been wearing normal shoes <laughs> um oh god these i i forget like what happens to all these vampires i'm, I'm pretty sure they all die like, I'm pretty sure they all die, and I can't wait to get to there. Um, oh, yeah. But Joey take, is getting ready for the wind-up, because he thinks that Wham is immobilized inside of this vampire horse, but he didn't think that one through, because, boy, oh, boy, Wham comes slurping out of that horse, his entire, like, uh, like torso up just comes out of that horse, and I want to direct your attention to his left arm as he comes out of the horse because it's behind his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't figure out how that works. It's like me. it's like he was like using some form of 1980s Photoshop and like accidentally <laughs> moved accidentally moved the arm layer back too far and oh. just said, you know what? It's fine. This is fine. Yeah, I I like my arm like this. It's it's great. I and I didn't really appreciate until this close-up shot that Wham just has this like dagger going through him for some reason. Like, is that just decorative? Is that just a decorated stab, decorative stab oh, wound? It's like um, how ACDC had his clothes sewn onto him. Um, yeah, 
it's Wham uses knives to hold his clothes onto him. He I like has... the idea of a decorative stab wound. <laughs> it's all the rage. Hey kids, get a stab wound and press your that's, friends. That's that's something to put on a shirt. If if somehow we ever ended up with merchandise, get oh, a shirt God. with the dagger looking like it's going through looking like it's going through your sh- your shoulder and just have it say on the back decorative stab wound. <laughs> that would be really good. Oh man. <laughs> oh boy. Um so the consequence of Wham coming out and slipping out of the horse means he can use Holy Sandstorm, the move that no one, not even Caesar, has survived. And gosh, this page, this double page. Oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. Because Wham uses the Holy Sandstorm on Joey, and Joey is presumably ripped to shreds. Um, Well, that's what happens when you get hit with the Holy Sandstorm. Yeah, Caesar can attest to that fact. Oh, too soon. Too soon. Um, and Wham, uh, Cars just immediately signals to the lackey vampire to fill up his goblet with wine because he is now one. And he's pretty much just gloating to Lisa Lisa. Just like, yeah. He's like, hard. Nobody can survive the holy sandstorm. Yeah. Like, I don't want to fight you. Just kill yourself, Lisa Lisa. And then she's like, I'm afraid you are wrong. Jojo and Wham's fight is yet to conclude. And what's that? But Wham coming around the corner of the arena and his arms are torn to shreds about to fall off of his body. And yep. everyone Oh god, it's so gross. It's so cool. Oh, it's disgusting. The way his flesh is just like falling apart. Yeah, it's just hanging off in ribbons. And everyone's just like, What the fuck happened? How ha- what? <laughs> <laughs> and here here lies Joey Joestar, unhurt, um, with another famous panel, with another, I played another trick on you. <laughs> oh, God, dude, this panel is so important. Uh, it's like his taunt in everything, every art. Oh, yeah, in, in Eyes of Heaven, it's like his victory pose, mm-hmm, or one of the many be. victory poses, but like the default one, and it's so good. Yeah, and what has happened here, and we'll close out on this, uh, just as Wham was about to use Holy Sandstorm, Joey gripped the horse's reins with his toe, and while he was swinging the warhammer, used his foot to loop the reins around Wham's arms and pass the ripple through them. So, uh, Wham used Holy Sandstorm, which is spinning his arms around super fast, and just ripped them off by himself. And boy, that's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i also uh, appreciate this very sassy lisa lisa going on over here uh oh yeah head on <laughs> jojo simply a conniving genius so clever <laughs> oh and yeah. it was also just like the panel below which just her eyes peeking out on top of the sunglasses like ah, yeah got him <laughs> the line should he ever be released into human society he'd prove to be either a fearless criminal or truly great man. And I think we can say that he's kind of both. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely both. Oh, man. And but uh, that brings us to the end of chapter 100. And yeah. we ha- we only have 13 chapters to go. Yeah, it's it's amazing that we've reached this, this point. Yeah, and we got through so much today in only uh, 43 minutes, roughly. Like, the, these last bunch of chapters are, are real snappy. 
yeah they, they don't dick around in some swiss chateau they don't go to a post office and yell at an old man yeah <laughs> we're in we're in the real deal now but yeah. uh so we'll Speaking see more real deal <laughs> oh god oh god so we gotta talk about highway star because oh man oh man was it good it was Excuse so me, good highway go-go part two okay jack highway <laughs> go-go uh it was good it was good good go, yeah go, it was go. like one of the most perfect adaptations like uh like chapter adaptations yet mm-hmm. which is saying a lot because there is a there's been a lot of good stuff in that regard but this was amazing mm-hmm. god so like highway star is a standout chapter in part four for a lot of reasons but mainly because it is it has some of the best uh joe getting crazy diamond moments in the entire arc like yeah, all of part we, four because we find out like oh crazy diamond is kind of an op stand what's up with that like like pretty much everybody stands it all the main character stands in part four they're all ridiculously broken yeah but where we la- last left josuke um he was on rohan's motorcycle uh, escaping from the wet wet slap sounds of highway star who's chasing after him to suck out his nutrients highway star still has uh rohan kept prisoner in his weird tunnel hideaway and that will be dealt with at at some point uh, yeah we'll get back to it yeah so josuke is just running around on this motorcycle trying to uh trying to survive and he's doing an okay job of it it's it's not bad um but let's talk let's talk about because they the way they did this was really cool like they had the sequence before the opening credits um which was the sequence we all know and love and i'm not even sure how to like roll into it it's like josuke is going down like going down the road escaping from highway star and you see this baby carriage with this mother before we explain what happens i just want to let everybody know just a good little anecdote that when I was originally reading the part four manga, mm-hmm. uh, Jackie Boy over here texted me when I got to Highway Star and says, I need you to let me know when you get to the best page in the entire part. <laughs> <laughs> and I was confused as to what he meant, but I soon realized that it's this scene right here, which was perfectly adapted, which yeah. uh, continue, Jack. Yeah, I, I've, got the pa- I've got the pages up so we can just do blow by blow here. Um, yeah. So Joey has... God damn. Jo Jo Josuke. Josuke um, <laughs> has put some distance between him and Highway Star. Because Highway Star can only go uh, sixty KPH and Josuke was going like seventy. So he stops at a payphone, gets out his phone card, because this is nineties Japan. Um, and is about to make a call to call Koichi uh, to help him out try to figure out like where this stand user is because it's got to have a user like a remote stand with this much power uh the user is usually close by um we, we kind of debunked that with kira but moving on um highway star just appears and this is one of its scariest powers because like once it's locked onto something like it can just appear wherever that thing is like it doesn't yeah. matter how much distance has put in between it. Like Highway Star is just bam there, and like, I, oh, 
God, the sound these feet make in the anime. It's so gross. It's so unnerving. Um, but Josuke is like riding super fast down the road, and suddenly there's a mother like uh, like carting a baby in front of the crosswalk, and he's going too fast to do anything about it. If he breaks, he'll be caught. If he decelerates, he won't be able to avoid the carriage. So he decides to go faster and yeah. <laughs> like full speed into this baby carriage and then crazy diamond pops out and josuke just like dead eye dead pan like breaks apart the motorcycle with crazy diamond just punches it to pieces and josuke goes flying over the baby carriage clutching a couple pieces of the motorcycle while this big cloud of debris just passes over the baby he looks down at the baby the baby looks at him and it's it's god it's so cool it's it's like one of the best that like demonstrations of stand powers in all of jojo mm -hmm. like it is Uh, the best thing ever it's perfect and then josuke just again dead-eyed deadpan fix it and the entire entire motorcycle comes back together just as he hits the ground and goes off like nothing happened and oh it's so perfect <laughs> yep uh so with that obstacle avoided josuke now his goal is to find the stand user which means finding a phone that he can use to call koichi to like look up what's going on and is this he- is where koichi enters the enters the episode right um well, he, he has to get, like, the phones first, and then uh, yeah. af- when he calls Koichi, we see him walking his dog, which is – the dog's name, I think, is called The Police, which is <laughs> – <laughs> I'm pretty sure – I'm pretty sure Koichi's dog is called The Police. Thank God. Yeah. So we see uh, Josuke steal two cell phones, one from a man who's about to close a one billion yen deal um, – And then Josuke yanks the phone just as he's about to do it. And we see this sad, sad man just like... He's like, there goes the defining moment of my career because this asshat took my phone. (laughs) Yeah, but that phone Josuke broke because he grabbed it too hard because he grabbed it at like 30 miles an hour. Which is like, you ever ever just grab a phone at 30 miles an hour? It's probably really hard. I can't say I have. But why didn't he just fix it? okay <laughs> okay <laughs> you know i hate to be that i i honestly like legitimately hate to be that guy but like <laughs> what why did he just fix the phone andrew <laughs> what he literally just fixed an entire motorcycle <laughs> okay whatever i mean regardless it's funny what happens next but just like yeah. you know it has to be said sometimes. Yeah, I didn't even think. But he grabs another cell phone from a guy that's about to ask his girlfriend to marry him. And does that right before he can say it. And he's just he's crying and says, my happy marriage. Oh. <laughs> but he got this phone all right. This 90s ass like StarTac Star Motorola thing. God, cell phones used to look like that, Andrew. Wow. They sure did. Wow. 
um, and calls Koichi on his on his on his landline. Koichi gets back in from walking the police, and Koichi's job now is to find out if there's any person connected with the tunnel that uh, Highway Star had like taken up residence in. Turns out uh, a biker gang was drunkenly driving through there and their leader crashed and has been in Morio Hospital uh, for a couple weeks. Um, something like yeah, that. Yeah, a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. And they're able to connect the dots because the stand steals life energy or nutrients. Um, uh, nutrients. <laughs> nutrients. So, so they surmise that, ah, uh, the stand user is the one that was hurt the most in the crash, and he's trying to heal himself by killing other people. So, okay. Um, fine. Makes sense. Yeah. And then Josuke realizes that he's about to drive into the ocean. <laughs> Just like, he's got to cut the fattest turn of his life. Oh God! This he makes a right angle turn, like into this maze of uh, shipping containers, and just like knee down, full turn. It's like Josuke has probably ridden a motorcycle before, like that. He, his whole like Bancho vibes, like he's definitely ridden a motorcycle because you can't oh, yeah, just definitely. like do this. Um. Oh. Man, the manga has a really good line. It's like, no, wait, if I'm convinced I'll crash, that's exactly what'll happen. But I'm Higashikata fucking Josuke. Fucking I Josuke, yeah. Easy. I, I saw some people talk about, like, oh, this is definitely not going to make it into the anime. And, like, yeah, it didn't. I can't really say I'm surprised. <laughs> no, but, like, in my head, that's what he said. Like, Crunchyroll will never, like, sub a fuck word into an anime. Like, they'll do a shit, like, now and again. Never a fuck word. Yeah, I mean, to be, uh, like, in their defense, it's pretty unnecessary, and, like, if they're, they're trying to market this, they're trying yeah. to market this stuff to as many people as they can, it's, like, fair enough. Firmly like, PG-13. Um, yeah. But Josuke pulls off this super sick bike turn, like, like scrapes his knee, like, gushing blood, like, Highway Star is just careening around the corner. The, like, the way these, this, these shots were composed is, like, oh this is a perfect action sequence like and he now he's just like super happy that he's not going to drive into the ocean which (laughs) but turns out there's more ocean the way he came so he doesn't really have another option but wait crazy diamond is overpowered so he just punches through a wall and drives through it and makes sense and fixes the wall and it's fine like Crazy Diamond is so powerful, it just it just drives me bonkers that this is the most, pretty much the most use he's gotten in the entire series. Yeah, he, he other than get... just like healing people. Well, and uh, Rat, Rat. Oh rat. yeah, he got a workout in Rat. <laughs> but you know what? We don't really get a lot of solo Josuke stuff, other than like Highway Star. So like, that probably has a lot to do with it. Yeah, you're right. We don't get we don't really get like a like a solo well i think um the whole fight with kira in the like like one of the end like right before the end fight when it's like with the with stray cat and all that like that's i think that's just josuke having to deal with that i think so that sounds right yeah but besides the point um josuke is blocking highway star with this piece of wall 
that he's had Crazy Diamond fix up. Um, but then he gets another. He gets a call from Koichi. Like he's figured out, figured out like the user is in the hospital. Koichi's got to go find the user, like and just like get there so Josuke can come and beat him up. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> And then we cut back to Crow Man. <laughs> Remember Crow yeah. Man? Oh, Lord. Um, who's just gloating about making such a good stand boy, stand user man. Um, and then he just goes away. That, like, we. I like the bits and pieces we see of Crow Man as each of these stand of the weeks just, like, come and go. It's just like, this stand will be the one to defeat Josuke. Oh, that's well, yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a Power Rangers. He's <laughs> fucking Rita Repulsa. Oh, God, he is Rita Make Repulsa. my minions grow! <laughs> oh, and then uh, Highway Star puts himself back together from all these chunks that have been following Josuke. And <laughs> Highway Star is such a horny stand. Like, goddamn. <laughs> like, it, it's big... Ba- yeah, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Instead of all these feet sniffing, now we see this basically nude, purple, cross-hatched man just sniffing around, just like, Are you over there, Josuke? Are you over here? And it's, it's really silly looking. Um, but I like the idea of, of Highway Star... Highway Star's English voice being like this, like somebody you'd find on To Catch a Predator. God. Like, I, th- I thought I was here to meet Josuke. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out Josuke was able to escape through uh, like this wastewater ditch thing, this tunnel, this weird like water tunnel that goes under like Mariah, and he's just able to like book it through there and just get on his way. Uh, to the hospital and we and Josuke's just like alright I'm good I got this I'm at 80 kilometers an hour the bike's fine I got plenty of gas no problem but what Josuke doesn't realize is that he doesn't have any gas and he's got tank, zero gas the tank is empty um, but he's he's relieved because it's just like no gas no problem I, I thought I found something Crazy Diamond can't fix this smug ass Higashikata boy is just like he's uh, such he's such a mess. Yeah, so he crashes the bike on purpose, uh, flies out of this drainage ditch. Uh, Highway Star is still chasing him. It's like totally fine. Uh, has Crazy Diamond bash into this uh, Toyota Corolla that was just sitting here. Josuke lands in it. Highway Star follows him. He gets out of the car. And Crazy Diamond traps Highway Star in the car. Like, it's a lot of things happen very quickly. But they did, yeah. a, they did a really good job, like, translating this, like, hyper-stylistic action sequence into, like... Oh, yeah, the pacing and everything was very good in the episode. Like, everything felt quick and, like, you, you saw everything that was happening. Oh, yeah. But, Nothing felt, like, out of continuity or anything. Like, it all made sense. No, definitely not. Um, so Highway Star's trapped in the, the car. Josuke fixes his bike, punches the side of the car to get gas out, and just, like, goes. Because <laughs> he, like, rips off 
the bike's fuel tank and like holds it under the gas coming out of the car and then just fixes everything and crazy diamond is just stupid sometimes <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah gas is the easy part no problem Actually, my real problem here is I'm completely lost. Which way to the hospital? Because this boy can't navigate for shit. But fortunately, we get a really cool scene with Koichi. Like, Koichi does some cool shit in this episode, Andrew. Like, Oh, does he ever? Well, mainly Echo's Act 3 does some cool shit okay, in this episode. Fair, but, like, <laughs> Koichi has Echo's Act 3, even though they're... Yeah. <laughs> but Koichi gets to the hospital. Uh, this nurse here is not giving him the time of day. Because uh, he needs to find out which room like the kid that got into the big motorcycle crash is in. But she's just like, visiting hours are done. If you, Do you need an eye exam, little boy? You're wasting your time, kid. Go home. <laughs> Didn't you hear me? Because in, in the manga, she's got like this really shitty accent. It's... <laughs> listen kid gangsters like you and him just piss me off you ain't even tall enough to reach the bike pedals are you and that <laughs> that just uh that sets Koichi off and he brings he brings out good old echoes act three and i know you like this andrew so i'm gonna let you take it from here yes master it's time to kill the hoe one of the best things ever <laughs> And then he then he just like looks at her and then like the camera pans back to the to the nurse lady and he just like bitch <laughs> And Act three used freeze on these giant tubs of medicine that cost a lot of money to fall off the shelf and she yells at Koichi to come over and help him, but he's just like what? Were you talk were you talking to me? All I heard was hey kid I would, but a kind nurse asked me to leave, so I was going to go home. Plus, I'm so short, I don't think I'd be able to reach. <laughs> Just being, like, the perfect smartass here. Oh, um, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, but she eventually just tells him the name, uh, Yuya Fungami, room 525. And at that exact moment, <laughs> Josuke comes in, bursting through, the, like, the glass door of the hospital on the motorcycle uh koichi screams like josuke room 525 and he's like got it and <laughs> drives to the elevator um crashes the motorcycle for like the sixth time i think inside yeah. the elevator uh closes the door right on highway star one of their feats um fortunately koichi is able to use act three again to like get the feet that are stuck in the door like out so the elevator can go up and the shots of the feet like slurping in and out of the crack in the elevator was just like oh yeah not good no no but like act three act three is just another overpowered stand man act three freeze is like what is there things that it can't do no it it kind of <laughs> it just works it yeah just works um but we see Josuke going to room, room, the fifth floor, but we also see all the bits and bobs of Highway Star following him up through the vent to floor five. Um, and now it's just like a battle of attrition, just like trying to get through these clouds of, of Highway Star, crazy diamonds like going at it, punching away these flip flappy feet. And 
Josuke crashes into the room where Yuya Fungami just sits with his harem of shitty high school girls. And oh yeah, God. this guy is like one of the, one of the more memorable stand like random stando users in uh, part four. Yeah, because he actually comes back in a pretty memorable way. Yeah, we'll see him later, but he just acts like super high and mighty. It's just like, like oh, you're here now. Mm, all right. <laughs> God. He says he says a lot of gross things to these poor groupie girls. Yeah, I'm just gonna gloss over that because it's just yeah <laughs> some gross ass shit. But, it's not really worth talking about. No, but he's got the point is he's got a really good nose and can smell a lot of good stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> probably because like the stand arrow just gave him really good sniff powers. He's a sniffmeister. Um, Josuke's on the ground getting his nutrients all sucked, and it's just uh, Yuya talking to these girls like, huh. One of you smells like you're really pissed about something. It's like, is it you? No. Is it you? No. Oh, come on. That can't be right. Somebody here is pissed. Like, really <laughs> off the walls pissed off, you know? Who is it? And we see Josuke fucking Higashikata rising up from the floor. It's me! It's me! I'm the one who's pissed. <laughs> And Josuke was able to stand back up because he had himself uh, a sippy sip out of Yuya's, uh, like, glucose bag. Like, his bag of nutrients. Like, his eyes. Oh, yeah, because we completely skipped over how uh, Highway Star was sucking his nutrients out. No, yeah, Highway Star had him on the floor and was just sucking out his nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now he's able to get stand up because he's been drinking his IV, which is full of glucose and vitamins. Which is enough to get Josuke some strength back. And we see Highway Star, uh, the stand, just coming out from under the bed trying to get at Josuke. And here we learn that when he's really close to uh, Crazy Diamond, uh, Crazy Diamond's punches are, uh, what is it, uh, 300 uh, kilometers per hour. <laughs> right. Which. Just another thing, that Crazy Diamond is so overpowered. Yeah, it was about 150 miles an hour, just a punch, and he breaks uh, Yuya's leg just because. It's like, come on, man, I'm, I'm way more powerful than you. And now we get a really good exchange. It's like, oh, you, you, wouldn't hit, you wouldn't hit an injured man, would you? That'd be underhanded. I'll let your friend go. It's, it's fine. I'm really hurt. Don't hurt me more. <laughs> and because Josuke is the kindest Jojo, it's like, yeah, I would feel bad if I beat up an injured man. That's why I fixed you up first. And Yuya realizes that he's completely healthy and has been healed. And <laughs> then he realizes that Josuke is about to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> and he does that with gusto. Like oh does oh does he beat the shit out of him? Yeah, Crazy Diamond punches that man out of the window of the hospital, and he lands in a fountain like oh like, like five stories below. Yep, yep. And Josuke, that famous line, I feel completely refreshed, like I just put on fresh underwear on New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah. And then Koichi goes back to walk his dog. 
the police. Yep. Like, this is what I've been saying about how the, the, the Josuke moments in this episode are just, like, beautiful. Mm-hmm. I but, just, uh... I just checked, and Koichi's dog is named Police. Thank, thank God. Yeah. Really, though, thank God. Yeah. So next week, a little bit of a long episode, because it was just a big, big, big chapters, big, uh, episode. So... Yeah, but next week we're gonna get we're gonna get deeper into the into the final battle over in Ben's uh, battle tendency, and uh, for Diamond is Unbreakable we're, we're getting Stray Cat next week, right, Jack? Yep, we're I think Stray Cat's gonna be one episode, and Stray Cat is a little bit of an ancillary, uh, couple chapters, but it really adds another dimension of uh, terror to the final battles or the battles that Kira participates in from this point on, and it's just like. A cool, gross little thing that just adds more to uh, Diamond is Unbreakable. So yeah, it's gonna be good. But anyway, this episode is way over long. But yeah. uh, thank you so much for listening to our humble show. As always, I'm Andy, and that's Jack. And I'm Jack. Yeah, hey, this is Jack. I'm and Jack. if you found us on SoundCloud, thanks for thanks for finding us. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for being cool people. Mm-hmm. Find us on iTunes. Also, thank you, thank you for subscribing. Mm-hmm. Be sure to hit those five stars. Leave us a nice review or love a mean stars. review, whatever, whatever you want to say. We just, we just love knowing you're there, honestly. Yeah, if anyone can listen to this, it's perfect. Also on Google Play, love it. It's no rules, just right here on What a Beautiful Podcast. <laughs> if I can get those words out of my mouth. <laughs> but anyway, guys, thank you so much again. We'll, we'll see you next time. See y'all next time.